Action Park Media. Welcome to Victory the Podcast. I am Doug Ellen. I'm Kevin Dillon. And I am Kevin Connolly. What is up, boys? We are going to talk about Season 3. Season 3B, Episode 7, The Prince's Bride. And I just want everyone to know, we're so um, off the cuff, unprepared here. We could have gotten Asif Kohn is in this episode. That's part of the problem about not knowing what's coming. Not remembering. We've literally forgotten. But before we get into the episode, we've got to cover a couple couple things. Okay, tell me what we got. Dylan's doing press all day today. Dylan is doing, Dylan had a big day. Big shot, dude. Big press. press day. Big press. Is that exhausting press? It is, man. It is. You're just repeating a lot of the same stuff. It almost feels like Doug is being sarcastic there. I, not sarcastic. I, absolutely oh, okay. not. Because it absolutely. is, right? It's like the same questions yeah, over it's just, and over. It, yeah, you feel right? a little worn out after that. So I don't want to ask. The last one was cool. That was uh, Rob Lowe's uh, podcast. podcast yeah. and he's great. And we talked a lot. We had a funny story about you. He told me a funny story about you, Doug. I Can I it. tell it? Yeah, we pulled. Uh, is that a true story? So, so Ooh, he, dicey, he was. Dicey territory. He here. was cast in a TV show. But they were lowballing the shit out of him. Yeah. So he had you yeah. put up a, a fake offer yep. so that he could get the price up or on he, his show. He yeah. put the word out that you were going to make him an offer. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I mean, I, yeah. I don't want to say his name, but his his agent basically, I mean, I have no problem with this and I love it. And I feel good because I, I, I wasn't friends with Rob, but I love yeah. Chad and, and he's his brother and I love Rob as a Well, he says actor. he's in debt to you for life. So well, we'll get amazing. him on. And he said he'll come on. So good. We're yeah. going to bring him on victory. We'll get Handsome him in Ramble devil. on too. But what, what, what happened is he is good looking. Fucker. So great hair. Great hair. <laughs> By the way, hair. he's just held up across the board. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? He's like, what's his secret? He's uh, in better shape now, I think. I want to tell this story, but he's like Rob Lowe, like Cruz also. Did you guys, did you see fucking Maverick? Yeah, yeah. The guy is on the beach with 25 year old jacked guys. That movie was awesome, the by the way. Yeah, was really I, I was good. impressed. We've yeah. talked a lot about it. I liked it a lot better than the first one. So, but me anyway, too. what we did is with his agent, they put me, I was on a three-way call that they I wasn't supposed to know they were on with, but I was basically offering Rob, which by the way, I would have done it if Rob wanted to do it, make him like an uh, a rival to Ari. So I was saying, I want Rob to be a regular. And they got his uh, money up on the lion's den. So that's a real inside Hollywood that's story. Cool, and I man. love that, that Rob cool. remembers it. So that's Very illegal kick out of that inside story. Hollywood story. I don't think it's illegal. I don't, I think well, it's because he said he might have, he was thinking about doing it. So well, yeah. it is gamesmanship, and they do that to actors all the time, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Right? There's nothing illegal. Legal about it, it might no, be right. immoral on some right. level, but I don't have any problems with that. But, so, but yeah. for the for the for the press day, I mean, you know, you you bounce around from like Zoom to Zoom, and then it's like quick interview to phone interview, and it's a lot, right? And it's like yeah. the same questions, right? What do they ask you? Oh, so what was it like yeah, to work yeah, with yeah. Mel Gibson? Which I worked with twice. Right. And, uh, yeah. yeah. So great. this is hot. And by the way, I don't want to talk about repeat. hot seat. By the way, it's pretty good, man. I don't, don't want to make you repeat anything. The movie's called Hot Seat. Hot it's called Hot Seat. Yeah. Mel Gibson doing it here. Yeah, yeah. Mel Gibson is great in it. And it's this is that seven day movie where I had you know, <laughs> twenty six pages of dialogue every That's day. Crazy. It was unbelievable. It's so a seven day was movie. Was there a premiere? And I'm basically only worked for four days of it, and I'm in just about everything. Wow. Was it was it a premiere? I mean, like, where did uh, you see no, it? No, there was no premiere. So how'd you see it? It's uh, July 1st. It's going to be a limited release, and uh, it's going to be digital and, you know, on demand, that kind of thing. The premiere are over, man. Unless it's Spider-Man or, like, a superhero movie, they just don't really have premieres the way they yeah. used to. Yeah, yeah. You know, I hope like, not. I hope but, not. But you I saw a good premiere. You saw it, though, and it plays good. And, and Yeah, it was. Good. I mean, it was unbelievable what we got That's for sick. a seven-day movie. It's unbelievable. I, it's actually mind-boggling, seven-day movie. We Yo, shot. This Del- director did a great job, James 
Express Act. Unbelievable. Really got, did I'm an amazing job. I want, I want you guys to meet him. He's a great guy. When Dylan came in, Dylan, we had the coffee ready. We had the muffin. Yes, Kevin. Thank you, That's man. Kira. That, that was, was Kira. big time, bro, because I was, like, stressed out. I was in traffic. I'll tell you what. Dylan's going to be on KTLA live. live. They, they are teasing him. Right, we watch him before the commercial. And I'm like, where is he? They're like, he's close. I'm like, well, he better get going. <laughs> Dylan, what I really appreciate I was close is to traffic was bad. You are you because you're late for us and you're late for Sam on KTLA. <laughs> yeah, so I'm late late but he wasn't late. He was sitting in the chair by the time they came to the. By What's the time awesome is though, Connolly was calling me and just dying because he loved the. And this will be like storylines on Ramble on, but he was watching the whole thing. He's like, you're a stand. They're they're teasing it. In the chair is ready. Yeah, I'm showing a, it. Yo, I'm sitting in the office watching th them. Tease you and I'm looking at an empty chair. Well, I was, I was talking to Lisa constantly, and I was like, Lisa, right. I'm, I'm only a couple minutes away. Right. I'm, I'm going to be there on time. So, right. were you stressed at all? No. No, because you knew uh, you'd be here on time. I was when I caught traffic at Topanga. I was like, oh boy, I did not. But, but how does your stress traffic go back? That how does your far? stress manifest itself? Because we talked about this on the Hawaiian trip well, when but, you didn't plan anything, and Connolly and I planned nine months right. in advance, stressed about the whole thing, and you beat us there, and we're lying on the beach when we arrived. Like, are you not a guy that gets like stressed out? Like, I would be I, in the I car do, freaking I out. do. What I did was uh, broke a couple traffic laws, and uh, <laughs> I actually. <laughs> Hit the HOV lane. Laurel Canyon. I like jumped over the double yellow down that one way street that connected <laughs> me over. And I was able to go right and then left on Laurel Canyon, I'm right back on. So I saved some time there. So I will break the law in this situation. Made yeah. up some time in that, in that new Tesla. Made up some time in that new Dude, Tesla. Dude, that thing's so fun. I'm, I love it. Well, by the way, they they just uh, defunded some West Hollywood police, so you probably have more chances to do illegal shit. Oh, I'm doing caught. all kinds they of illegal stuff. Got, now. Did you see that? Did they really? Uh, it is just a free for all in LA. So, um, all right, by the so, way, I want to talk. Our Cheeto clip went over very well. Oh my God, I laughed so hard at that Cheeto. It was funny, right? And it was organic. Right? It was real. It was nothing it was set real. up about it. What struck me that was funny when I watched the video is how big that Cheeto was. Oh, my, my Cheeto's a lot bigger than yours, bro. I got a much bigger <laughs> Cheeto. It's thicker. It's just all around. It's orange. It's better it's girth. Orange. Better girth than your Cheetos. It's literally like a four-inch Cheeto that he points at you, yeah. Doug, and he's I like, didn't even, now I you're even gonna, thinking about it. Now you're going to be honest with you, I wasn't even thinking. You now you're going to be motivated, it to, like you're a motivated to work, and then you stuck it in your mouth and wiped it. It was totally legit. Right. You, you know, the thing about Dylan. It on the rug. I think Dylan is more stressed and angry about when food is not available than and being late I for do live because, television. You know, I came in here and I was like, oh my Bro, God. You had a hot I get coffee. shaky. Yeah, you I like, have a. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I get shaky. <laughs> what? What do you have? Coffee. Needs I coffee. think it's like a blood thing, a right. blood sugar Dude. thing where I will literally start shaking. Kev, millions and millions of Americans have to have their coffee and like a. Yeah. But how many have to, to have their eat. Cheetos? How many do you think? Well, are that's like, just him snacking. Well, well, the Cheetos is stopping me from getting any kind of, you know, just a little bit of carbs to, you know, so I can uh, get through the day. Right. It's interesting because I remember when they used to do the, the, the Snickers commercial as if that was like an energy bar and that was a healthy thing. So you're. You're saying, which is fine. Like Cheetos. Yeah. You're saying a Cheeto is a healthy way for you to keep No, moving. it's not no, healthy. He's not saying but it's healthy. Snickers probably ain't too healthy either. <laughs> no, definitely not. But, it's, uh, it's just a quick little the snack. Cheeto, there's, I think the carb kind of gives you, carbs give you quicker energy. I don't know? know. I don't know. It takes a longer time to go through the protein. Because it reminded me of, it felt like entourage, right? I guess I guess Lisa was like <laughs> talking to Kira and Dave, like, I see all the stuff coming in. I see a muffin, a coffee. I'm like, well, what's going on? They're like, oh, we need to have Dylan, Mr. Dylan's coffee. Basically, we need Mr. Dylan. 
Dylan's coffee and his croissant. Well, I would like to see press. Dylan because we're we're we can try this scientifically. You know, I'm a big mush guy, which is the uh, overnight oats. By the way, yeah. we have to stop selling free products. Uh, you know I mean, what? I, I, it's, Cheetos, it's keeping mush, me alive. I got to be Snickers, alive for this Snickers. new baby. But if Dylan, I would like to see if it has any if if it enhances Dylan at all. If he comes in and we give him a, a mush instead of cheese. How do you eat a mush? Should they give a spoon. It's that thing that Doug right always eats like, oh, when, he, when we shot. start recording. It's awesome. I think and it tastes good. It tastes. I mean, listen, tastes real good. Doesn't taste like a Cheeto, but it tastes real good. Mush will send over stuff for us, then they'll have we'll have some in the yeah. uh, fridge. I just would there. love to see Dylan. Maybe uh, you know, all of a sudden he's like running around like a twenty year old. Maybe I don't know. What I'm not running around like a twenty. What you, you actually to, do what look exactly insinuating that you actually not- walked in today and you you looked like young as hell. I didn't know what you did. You know, my girlfriend cut my hair. Yeah, it looks herself. good. She left it long on top. A little curl, a little just for men in there. Another product place. Another more product <laughs> that, place. That helps, Let's just man. keep giving you know away I mean? free ads. Let's Does she it. know how to cut hair, or she just was giving it she a shot? She cuts her own hair, so she's like, oh, I'm, I'm good at it. The other thing, I mean, Doug, you have to understand, it's like by the time you got here, Dylan was in full press mode. It wasn't him like coming in. He was like in, in it. So yeah. energy was up, and you were like- He looked yeah. great. I had, yeah, I had my five-hour energy. I was ready to go. Now it's starting <laughs> to wear off. Oh, so I yeah. could fall asleep at this table. You used to take those five-hour our energies on set. I still like him. He them. likes them. Oh, no, I, no, no, I didn't really take him on the set. I do them here. They hit me funny. Five hour well, energy. Gym. What is it? Just caffeine? What it's just it? like a like a blast. Yeah. I took like a, a soup, a, a extra strength one once. Jesus Christ! <laughs> when I was doing the Reagan movie, right? And I came in and wired. I was like, "Oh my god, this this better wear off." I have a big, you know, huge scene with the Dennis Quaid, and it it, it kind of wore off, and then it just became good energy. So uh, Rob yeah. Weiss convinced me to drink my first cup of coffee. This is 15 years ago when I had a pitch with the president of the ABC, and I drank like three cups of coffee, what? and oh, I had a massive panic attack. Yeah, and it was hung your up first on the ever. I was not a coffee guy, what? and I, I I was jittery, shaking, and I I hung up on the president of ABC because I was so uh, nervous and uncomfortable. And you said it was a bad line. <laughs> yeah, it did not. Bad sell. connection. I did not sell that show. I couldn't wow. figure out. I, I still can't figure out the exact sweet spot because I think it has to do with like what you had for breakfast or whatever. But yeah, uh, when a coffee probably, works for me, it's yeah. the greatest thing in the world. But when coffee misses the mark and I get that jittery kind of weird thing, it's like the most brutal thing. Well, there. because I'd like rambled on to go ten years, I'm gonna try all of you to get on uh, mush every day instead of all mush. Of it. it gives you positive energy and uh, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, I feel good. So uh, what else we got keep, before we get to this episode? I, I think we're gonna because there's a lot to talk about in this episode. So uh, we're going to take a break and pay some bills with some people that are actually paying us to talk about their products. All right. Coming back, <laughs> talking about season 3B, episode 7, The Prince's Bride. Welcome back, Victory the Podcast, Princess Bride, season 3. Um, it's weird. About <laughs> that's so crazy. None of us have any idea. We had no on. idea what was going I, I, on. Uh, and, um, I barely remembered this episode. It's so weird. And dude. there's so much behind the scenes to this episode. Just a little behind the scenes. This episode story 100% came from me watching the DVD behind the scenes of the French Connection, classic William freaking movie. William freaking Hackman, Harry Hackman. Scheider, oh, yeah. Yeah. Academy Award. By the way, we can argue top 20 or top 50 of all time. It it's is considered by most people the movie. best chase scene best in the car history chase of movies. Scene in the history Amazing. Movies. And, and before there was any way to do it except do it. So, but what happened is freaking saw some movie and it's, I should have done some research, but the, the, the bad guy in the French connection freaking wanted to cast this guy that he saw. So he told his producer they paid for him to fly in and freaking back in the day, which would never happen today, but drove to the train station and picked the guy up and it was the wrong guy. 
And he called the studio, <laughs> and it's on the DVD, like which I know nobody buys DVDs, but right. somewhere you could find the story. But it, it, he then said, "Get rid of this guy. This is not the guy." All right, said, well, let's we let's gi- let's him, give so. people some some background of the story before we get into the to the Rush Hour Three Johnny Drama uh, story. Lauren London does, in fact, return. Remember Dylan when we did the last episode? Dylan was like, "I'm pretty sure she comes back for a second episode." Um, so Lauren London does return, and yeah. her and Turtle have a, a funny storyline. Yeah. But you know what's crazy? There was chemistry there. Yeah. Did yeah. they? Did anything? Would, would anything nobody told on? me anything. Nobody told me I didn't hear any of that. I mean, I feel like I'm pretty good at that, and I can sense when there's no no chemistry. I felt like, like I don't know. I felt like, like you and uh, what was her name that uh, everybody was Alexa. Not happy about. We're not going to be haters. No, no, I'm not um, being a hater to her. Yeah. I'm just saying you didn't have chemistry. It's yeah, not, it could be you. <laughs> no, she wasn't attracted. Probably to was. Like, <laughs> it probably was. Me. She's only human. But uh, <laughs> but Lauren London and Jerry had had yeah. chemistry. Like that could have gone on, and yeah. if she obviously wasn't available, because that could have gone on. And Lauren, yeah, she was great. And and Marlon, like, um, who plays Rufus, is awesome. Like, yeah. He's just... Well, well, and the, the funny thing, too, is, like, because we could have got Marlon, and we, a, after we watched the episodes, as we're walking into the booth to record these episodes, we're like, oh, we could have got this one for this episode, but we don't know who to get because we don't yeah. know, yeah. we don't remember the episodes. Asif Kohn, who plays Yair, I speak to on uh, on social media. We could have had him. Right. So let's just tell the, the, the stories. We got Turtle and Lauren London on there. They're off on a date. Yep. Turtle uh, is trying to impress Rufus by yep. having her on, on time and doing all the right things. And Drama is feeling his oats. He's got a hit series coming, and now he thinks he's getting a movie, too. It's still interesting all the time. He gets an offer. Yeah, he gets and an he offer. He gets an offer, which is a rarity for him. It's right. also so interesting, though, if people now who watch the show haven't seen it can understand that television was kind of looked down upon then, and it doesn't exist yeah. anymore. So, like when you're getting a movie, we were right on. We were right on on, on the cusp of it. Right now, film actors would want our jobs of on, on Entourage. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, back in the day, back in it was the day, either you were a TV actor or you were a movie actor. You right. didn't do both. Really. Right. HBO really, to their credit, kind of changed that around. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, The Sopranos was the first. I think. I mean, TV show that really was a little hour movie right. every week and we tried to make a half hour movie every yeah. week. So. so drama gets drama gets the, the offer and the other thing too that means the crew of uh, Five Towns liked him because they, they set it up so that he could go to this meeting to meet Brett Ratner. That was a nice yeah. moment by the way and I yeah, did not cool. remember it. I thought you were I was crew like wow is so not going to be able to go and they bring then, out a cake. Right. You don't remember that at all Doug? No. <laughs> I forgot the cake thing too. Oh, Doug was like, "That was a nice moment when they brought out the cake <laughs> yeah. to congratulate him on yeah. his movie." But you know, and I've I've always I've always said that, and we've talked about roles that have gone the right way for people and not. But, but drama, if, drama kind of is the uh, the senior guy there. Right. They all the the younger actors all look up to him. Point right. is, for actors listening to that might be listening to this, when you're good to producers and you're good to cast and crew, they'll and they have the opportunity to help you. They will, and you're. Yeah pain in the ass and they can find a way to go. Sorry, man, you know, you got to work. And that's a very real scenario. I mean, we've talked about it, but Perry Reeves was doing Mr. And Mrs. Smith. Right. And if Doug Lyman or whoever the producer, she was was, like a nightmare. They would have said no. Yeah. And they let her go and she made it by a second. We honestly had a backup Mrs. Ari standing on the set waiting if Perry did not make it. And uh, who knows what, what it would happen. So they think they, they meant to offer it the role to uh, one of drama's younger (laughs) co-stars on the, on the show. Um, but after br- him bragging about it the whole time, bragging about it and lecturing the young lad about like yeah. how to how to last in the uh, the industry. Yeah. But I had a well, as it turns out, Brett Ratner wants this other kid, the younger kid, and not not drama. Yeah. But I had that happen to me in, in, in real life, but it wasn't quite that bad. So this is honestly, this is after unhappily ever after. 
It's before Entourage. You know, not a lot going on acting-wise. I'm just kind of kicking around, doing my thing. And um, a random call one day. And they want me to um, come to this table reading. And it's Reese Witherspoon. And it's all these all these people, crazy people at this table reading. And uh, I thought it was odd. thought it was odd. I don't know. It's <laughs> kind of out of nowhere. Um, get get directions, the whole thing. I show up at this table reading. And this is like a studio movie table reading. I don't even know if the movie ever got made. I don't know. But there was like six or seven gigantic movie stars there. Wow. And I show up and immediately, I'm good with body language. I know that they invited the wrong guy. <laughs> it was Kevin well, Costner. Whoever, <laughs> whoever it was, it was not supposed to be me. And then the casting director had to basically come over and tell me. What, before the reading? Like, before the reading. Wait, why do so, you say that's not as bad? That's pretty bad. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, he got, I mean, this is an a role, offer for a role. They right. were just calling me in for well, the table. Well, you would think they'd have you still read it. Yeah, uh, they I mean, did since not. you're there. They were like, <laughs> go home. Basically, just, like, go home. Or or, oh or whatever God. it was, it was so uh, humiliating that I said, uh, what I was like, I'm fucking out. And I just turned around and walked out, but I was so embarrassed because I was like, hey, Reese, how you doing? <laughs> oh, no. It's going to be great reading with you. I've been always wanting to do a little reading with you. I like kind of was acting almost like drama. And then I was like, the minute, it was so, so, it was I, I got to tell way, you, though, it was fucking humiliating. That is what that? I said. It. It when I watch the show back now and don't remember it, you know, all of these things that play for comedy, what I really and all of us tried to put into this show, these are real humiliations that happen. It may no not shit. go down exactly like this, but every one of us has been through these horrifying situations. And you realize you see how little concern most people in this town have because they really don't give a shit. I mean, oh, man, it was. You know, you know, it's funny. I, I mean, I guess obviously now it probably couldn't happen because they would know me, but uh, it was, um, it was a major, uh, confidence setback. Yeah. Mm. It was fucking horrible. Yeah. Though. I didn't even think That's about when it. That's when you I retired from the business. Yeah. That right? might've been I mean, what actually retired me from the business <laughs> now that we're talking about it. They got um, Doug dragged you out of the uh, retirement <laughs> but, but, at 30. But, but drama, uh, but drama works his way back in. Yeah. Drama works his way back in. Well, with that he basically says, I'm not leaving. Right. It was your mistake and you figured it out. You offered me this role and I will yeah. have a role. And honestly, yeah. what I was thinking about today for whatever weird, weird reason, when I'm thinking about ramble on and, and going forward, cause I'm working on episode two, three, whatever. And you know, E was the lead of the show in certain ways. Well, of course. But of course. Uh, everybody knows that. But drama really was the heart of the show. And even though E gets the humiliations, they're a little more surfacey and funny right. than Dylan's. They're really like when I watch it back now, you know, I think, and again, I'm not trying to be like deep with this, but I think part of the attitude that drama has is honestly really freaking necessary if you want to make it in this business because yeah. you have to take being treated like, I mean, Brett Ratner, who it's amazing looking back at that, that Brett was so willing to to kind of be that character who was just, and Brett was, by the way, his acting was, he was pretty, pretty good, good. Yeah. yeah, you know, but he really comes off almost like, like a Harvey, you know, yeah. I mean, he's just an asshole and he could care less yeah. what Dylan's going through. And then- and he's doing like a photo shoot, a high-end photo shoot with supermodels. And he says to like the assistant, he's like, what are, what are you doing? These Krispy Kremes, get them out of here. They're yeah. supermodels, not Teamsters. Yeah, and and not to, <laughs> like, not to, to, 
supermodels. Not to talk about supermodels probably don't eat Krispy Kreme. Not to talk about someone's looks, but you know, I mean, I know even in 2022, I'm allowed to have favorite supermodels. Marissa Miller was literally one of the most, and still one of the most beautiful women on Earth. Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean, she's just gorgeous, and 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 just you know, I'm not disclosing myself. I've written some animalistic lines. I that was an improv. I did not write. Stick your ass. No, I knew the. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely Um, did not write that. But Doug, this is another episode where a bunch of times I could just see you uh, cringing. Literally cringing. It it, it makes you uncomfortable. I need people to understand. I don't cringe because I'm embarrassed about it. That is how people spoke. And it's now it's funny to watch you squirm because like, I know it's like, I, and, and, I, I and look it, over like, at you every time. Well, when I, still like, come I, I think that's part of it. Like yeah. every time there's something crazy happens, both of us go, and you start moving around, <laughs> staring moving at around in seat, and Doug like, is shaking his head like I can't. But part of me looks back believe. also because I do think the show is, I think it's so good. And I'm not talking about that specific word, but if, if he called you a moron there, if we didn't say five times, uh, you think she wants to fuck you instead of just like, oh, you think she wants you, it wouldn't have changed the tone no, all that much. All, yeah. But I was right. I was younger and and that's how I spoke. It's a funny episode. I oh, can see great. how I can see how in this obviously in this day and age you could look back and be like, well, you yes. wouldn't need to change it that much. Just no. a little. Oh, it you know, would take it would lines, honestly basically. it would take five minutes, and I don't think the and episode it wouldn't would affect the episode. Yeah. No. So I, I think and I think the episode is great. And you know, interesting just behind the scenes, Yair was was. Is Ali Musica's brother-in-law. Like that's where the character's name came from. And Asif Cohn, who's just awesome as Yair, and one of our main directors, Julian Farino. That's his wife, Bronco, who's playing. Uh, she was great. What's the she character's great. name. I don't know what the character's name is. She really was. Oh, she was man. excellent. Yeah. Um, but before we get into uh, the the storyline of Medellin and Vince and Ari, you know, you did something interesting here, Doug. Which um, so, if you would think, if you remember back on the storylines, it would be like either all four of us together, yep. right? Or it would be Ian, Vince, and Drama and Turtle, yeah. right? Or Drama by himself. Or this one was an, an interesting combination because it was Vince and Ian, Ari, and and Drama and Turtle off on their whole yeah. separate. Uh, they're literally their own separate storylines. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot to cover. Oh yeah. In right? 30 minutes. Yeah. Is that because you go like, all right, we got Ari, we got E, we got Vince, we got all these people talking Medellin. We just, where, where are we going to, what are you going to do with drama and turtle in that story? What's going to turtle going to do in that story? You like, know, one, right? of, one of the things was we had, we had such a great cast and you start out, you wanted to see their own lives, but I can't tell you how difficult and time consuming it was to figure out how to get all these people in different places. And then still at the end of the day, my favorite scenes in this show are when the four guys are together yeah. and just talking friendship guy stuff. But you wanted both. And honestly, like it's a totally different look at Turtle with a with a girl. And it, it was a different and, format with drama solo, turtle solo, yeah. and you know, it's usually some it's was rarely that combination. Yeah. Doug, I used to get mad at you and I'd be like, Doug, what are you why are you bringing new characters into the show? You yeah. can barely write for the the guys yeah. you have. Right? But it feels like it to me, like these selfish. episodes. Like, Everybody had something to do with it. They feel episode. like a little movie though, because there is so much going on in 25 minutes. And that's, you know, like. I mean, if any, listen, if anybody had the least to do, and that, like, I, do you talk about mad? I was wondering if Doug was mad at me when he wrote that. I mean, I got fucking crucified. <laughs> you got buried. I got fucking crucified. Your in that tiny episode. little hands. She called it my tiny hands, and she smacked me in the face with the bag. <laughs> How about that? Oh, Did you bring your little friend? Was that uh, scripted, or was I, that just I, a bump on the way out? 
I mean, I mean, that was Julian's wife. She was super cool. I'm yeah, sure yeah, we yeah. discussed it. I don't think she would like jump into character and smash me in the face with her handbag. Yeah, no, I, it definitely wasn't scripted, but I'm sure on set we decided to try that. But, you know, one of the things is, and I talk about this with Ramble on, the engine of the show, whenever it was like, okay, next episode, what do we do? The real battle in the show always was Ari and Eric fighting over Vince's career. And the great thing, whether it was repetitive or not, and it doesn't feel like to me, it always makes me laugh, is Connolly is a great um, guy to abuse because you have a great, <laughs> no, you do. You have a great way of playing that straight guy and you're not, you know, you've I also don't give a shit. Yeah, but that's, but that's <laughs> yeah. what I think makes it work. And also you're, you're the regular. I, I, there would be a couple times where I was like, oh, okay, dog. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I think it was this episode. Oh, no. There was, there was an episode where you're like, no, nah, don't worry. We can put a E up in the, the storage space and on the plane. <laughs> Doug was like, yo, there's a joke coming. I don't want you to, I don't want to hear it. Don't call, don't call me. It curse me out. I, I think it's funny. I'm like, dude, I haven't said a word in but by the way, eight I, years I, I that I ever complain about a short joke. I legitimately. I wasn't tall and then like woke up short one day. I legitimately yeah. remember no joke that you were actually busting out laughing at the tiny hands thing. And you know, the thing is you go, how many different ways can you make fun of the same thing? But it does. That was a, the well, that's why I left. Cause it was a, it was a, it was, it was a, a kind of way. a fresh, it was yeah. kind of a fresh insult, I guess. But so, so the storyline is, and this is, this is very true to Hollywood. And we have to talk about this because Dylan, you, I mean, we've all been involved in this, Doug, maybe not you as much, but Dylan and I certainly, you know, at times have lived in this world where you want to get a movie made, right? Sometimes it's not always uh, the brass at Warner Brothers that gives you the money. You got to go out and get it. And there's foreign money, right? And sometimes it ends up being a good thing. Sometimes it ends up being a bad thing. But when you want to make your movie, you just like want your money, right? So yeah. there's these foreign sales guys and this guy has money and he wants to make movies. So that's kind of where Yair Marx You're saying that I have been involved in this. My first script that I wrote... Uh, I mean, that's the Gotti movie. Yeah. I mean, it's what yep. it is. My first script that I wrote, David Schwimmer, actually, when right when Friends blew up, he got a big deal at Miramax and he brought in a script that I wrote. And then when that wasn't going, we took it. I mean, there's a real guy in town. Everybody knows him. He's a great guy. But Ely Semaha right. was the basis for this Yair character. And I'm not joking it was a hundred percent not about about the wife thing no, or no, just no, like no, the foreign no, sales no, thing no, no. the forereign sales no thing. not the wife thing <laughs> right. the foreign sales right. thing but he said and it was like a young show and he said Sylvester Stallone like Kevin Dillon's movie with Mel Gibson right now or Bruce Willis Sylvester Stallone can make you money no matter what the hell he's doing but there was a character, and again, it made me a little uneasy. Not why, because we didn't like, uh, we yeah. didn't want to put Stallone in. Yeah, there. but I want everyone to understand. It wasn't because he was Sylvester Stallone. It was that he doesn't play Pablo Escobar's and it's, father. And it's not, by the way, truthfully, it's not a knock on Stallone because you always want to have foreign value. Because guess what? You could get your own movies made. Yeah. So having that kind of foreign value, very few people have it. And Stallone has it. It was not a knock. Stallone's but, but, awesome. But what you authentically want in a movie about Pablo Escobar is a Colombian actor who's going to play that guy. Right. But but these guys, and I'm not saying Ely or anybody, but they will try to ram people course, down your throat and say, yo, you have will. to use this guy because this guy greenlights your movie. Of course you they know? will. And that's the thing to understand when you're making a movie. Like the creative people start being only creative. The money people, which is smart. 
be money. And I just wanted to be really clear. That was not a knock on Stallone. That Stallone was a knock is like on, one of my idols. That was, that was oh, a knock on Stallone. That was a knock on Stallone playing a part that he is completely not right. They will take somebody that is not right for a role and try to force. Usually, you on they're them. girlfriends. They'll be like, "Oh, you got to put my girlfriend in as the lead." Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what has she done? Right. Yeah. But Nothing. there's there's lots of there's lots of stories. Um, I think remember the Usual Suspects. Yeah. So they had Benicio, Kevin Pollock, Gabriel Spacey. Byrne, Spacey. They yeah. had all these guys and had no money. And Stephen Baldwin signed on and got him that money. R- Stephen Baldwin. Stephen Baldwin. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like foreign, you know, you get wow. a little. By the way, Dylan just took that personally. Dylan's like, like I could fucking. I <laughs> no, no, no. I love foreign Steven. value than Steven. I love Baldwin. Steven. No, too. but I, yeah, but all those other guys didn't do it. Foreign value is a good thing. I'm not one to go toot my own horn, but. Uh, you, you saying know, you round off? I got a little. I can Dylan round has it huge off. value in Finland. Huge. I'm huge in Asia. <laughs> But you know what? It it goes back to the same thing that I was saying, where TV was TV and it was a little less exciting. Entourage probably would not be able to be made the way it was made then because they would have made me cast someone with a big name. And you look at TV now, they'll give Jennifer Aniston uh, and Reese Witherspoon a million dollars an episode for a startup show that it took 10, 12 years for the friends on the biggest show ever to get a million dollars an episode. We were lucky enough. And I do like, I love that I was able to cast just the right people for the show. Right. Nobody ever at HBO said, find someone with a name. Right. They just said, find the perfect cast. So, But I when you're doing a movie, especially one like, like Medine, you wouldn't, what, what do you say? Like, oh, Vince, what? Vince isn't enough foreign values. Said, Vince, unless you're in your Aquaman suit, flippity, flippity. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, you, I might even say that HBO would rather not have names because they don't want to have to pay. Could that be true? I mean, it seems like they- It's probably off no, the beginning of- now, you know? I don't think HBO- Beginning of their movies, they kind of start out with their- a lot of no names. I feel like. I mean, I, I don't. HBO was always um, supportive in the creative process when I was there. I don't think names or money was the issue. If they wanted to make a project, they'd spend whatever it cost, and if they wanted a name, they'd spend whatever it cost. I can't tell you what it's like now. All you have to do though is look at TV and see movie stars are in every show. I mean, it's right. you know that's yeah. just the way it is. So. Well, so then we come then we come into the point where. We're going to meet Yair Marks at his house, at his mansion. It's E, Ari, and Vince. They walk in. That's where they have the Stallone conversation. Vince feels like Yair's wife is flirting with him. I'm sure there's lots of stories based on whatever it is. 100%. But um, get in the car, and Vince basically says, I don't know. I felt like she was looking at me. But it's funny. He's like, what do you mean she was looking at me? She wore sunglasses the whole time. (laughs) No, but I could still feel it. I mean, I I had a story with one of my friends. um, It must be where it came from, because I I know there's different versions of that story, but it's come from. It it wasn't quite the full sex, but I had a friend whose girlfriend um, came to a premiere, met Mark Wahlberg, and the next day, I, I didn't even know her. At all. I didn't know her. I knew him. And the next day, I get an email. Hey, thanks for last night. It was amazing. Got a chance to meet Mark Warburg. That was amazing. Give him my number. Now, of course, <laughs> you think that's a joke. And I wrote, ha ha, just get your man's permission and no problem. And I got a message back that was highly aggressive. I don't need my man's permission for shit. And I was like, wow, whoa, Jesus. okay. And then I don't know if I've ever- You're like, I'll give you Dylan's number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got foreign value. You know, what kind Dylan's of value does he give you? Value. But <laughs> round it off. Uh... But I then, uh, then got, no joke, and I still have the letter. I mean, I got a Federal Express with a letter to me, care of Mark or vice versa. And it was a full letter 
to Mark. I opened it. (laughs) It was a a full letter to Mark talking about the once in a lifetime connection that they had at this premiere and how you got to take chances in life and this and that. Now, that's foreign value from Wahlberg's part. That's his value. By the way, I never even told my friend about it. It was so uncomfortable Probably and so awkward. And yeah. I just, I kind of let it go. They, they broke up. So <laughs> what'd you do with the nudie pics though? There were no nudie pics, <laughs> no nudie pics, but I do have the letter. You would lose your mind looking at and reading this letter. So. It was bizarre, the letter. Yeah, but, um, but so, so Vince thinks, uh, Vince, like she was basically flirting with me. They want to have a second meeting. She says, Vince, come to the hotel alone. Yeah. They, Vince brings me and I get humiliated. Why you bring the little man? Why you bring the little man? <laughs> And then, and then, what's the meaning of this? She said, what's the meaning of this? I told you not to bring the little man. And then she storms out and hits me in the face with her Chanel bag. Yeah. And like, even I, I looked over at Doug and even Doug was like, oh man, wow, that was guy. Even you, that's the, I even laughed. You felt I thought that. it was, it was, it was good. Was, yeah. I was going to take that out. That yeah. She gave so anyways, me, she gave me the little hip smack and kind of caught me in the side of the head. But <laughs> you kind of jarred when we were watching it too. You're I like, just Whoa. don't, you didn't expect it. Coming, I mean, right? tiny hands, this and that. I just, I don't remember being physically <laughs> smacked and smacked. In the, and by the way, it was a good shot. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was an accident. I don't know. Because so you don't even I do, remember it on set. I don't. Re- I, that was like watching something for the first time, <laughs> as it was for all of us. And this is funny too. We're, we sit down for a celebration dinner. Yair opens up the tray, and there's a check in there for sixty million dollars. Yeah. Right. Well, if you want this to clear, <laughs> and, and uh, you guys are Doug, you don't want to say the line, so I'll say it. Uh, Yair says to Vince, "Now, if you want that check to clear, <laughs> if you want that check to clear, give an you, accent. If you want that check to clear, you go upstairs and you fuck my wife like the superstar that you are, <laughs> and I will play billiards with your friends." <laughs> and then Vince goes upstairs. What happens? Did he go upstairs? Did I turn my head? He went upstairs. It, it, it ends with Vince going upstairs. Now, I don't know what happens he because did? it was 87 years ago. Yeah. I think we're, we're just going to assume he took care of business. I don't wait, wait, wait. know no, 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 no way, way that no they way. let him do it. Yeah, like, I, thought, I thought it cut black right after he said that. Did oh, I turn I my head? That. I was eating my tuna from John and Vinny. My thought, I, I believe he's going, he's, it's, it's, he's heading upstairs. It is so nuts. And 60 I, million, bro. Come we, on. We've talked Take about this. She, she was in bad looking either. How bad do you? How bad do you want to do this movie, right? We, I mean, we've talked about this before, but I, I honestly have zero idea what happens with the next episode. But I, don't I know, know I know, back. I know you guys enough to know that you. There's no way you let Vince. <laughs> there's no way the next episode opens with Vince walking downstairs like clear that check, baby. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. something happens because it would be a bad look for. I'd be shocked if Vince had sex. It with is him. not a insanely unrealistic story. No, I that, think that's I think not. I, not that the person would go through with it. That it's. I don't, I I think, I don't even think it's that. I'm sure there's people here that could sit here and tell you a ton of stories about that kind of stuff. So this is the second half of season three. Right. It feels like it was towards the end of season three. How many are left? There is one left and then we're into Medellin. This is us leaving for Columbia. So this is the end of our longest season. This is the end of our longest season. And it's funny, Kevin. How many? We did 21 that year? We did 20. 20. That was a funny long season. because Kevin was looking at himself in the pool and you're like, oh, I'm a little out of shape there. And, and I was like, yo, bro, that was 10 months after yeah. we started. Yeah. Nine I, I months. I work out like crazy before. Leading up to it. You need that shot every, in the first yeah. episode. Not exactly. Six. I, I look great in the first couple episodes. You know what's weird? Done. That's it, episode 19. I was wow. looking in the pool and I didn't see any Cheeto dust, which is weird. So. Yeah. I don't know. If yeah. Well, you know, I wiped it on the carpet. 
so you wouldn't have noticed it. <laughs> I know. I know. We talked about it a lot, and it's like whatever. It's it's like first world problems. Like oh, cry me a river for actors that were working long hours in their trailers and getting paid a bunch of money. But that was the end of the road. I don't know if, if, if remember Kev. I mean, that was that was it, we man. Were, that was, we were fucking gas. We were shot. Gas. Yeah. And you got to totally remember, shot. we are shooting a movie every week, and we're shooting it in very quick times. I think yeah, season three, even, we're up to seven days an episode. Yeah, but season three, we were still doing fourteen. We we shot till we till we got it. Yeah. Like there wasn't like we all the plug is pulled. Like we yeah. did it until we had, we got I, it done. I remember the sun going down with Brett Ratner in the pool, and uh, he did so many takes, and it was my turn. And they're like, "You got one shot at this, <laughs> thing, man. Right. You got to make it happen." But I banged it out. But man, I would have loved another take if I could, if there was time. You were you were awesome. And by the way, that is Brett Ratner's actual house, which Beautiful. is crazy. Yeah, what a great house! Yeah, yeah, great house for people listening. What Kevin is saying is, and it's often uh, a discussion between actors, which is is interesting. I, you know, look, it could happen to anybody, but when, you know, time is of the essence, whether again, with that day, it was sun dependent, right? Yeah. So, it, you know, but if you eat up, if an actor, uh, your scene partner yeah. is struggling and, and you eat up all their time on, on their side, yeah. when you flip the cameras around and the sun is going down, that's what happened to you that day. Let me hang. You got like one, got, you got uh, yeah. like one take at it or a couple cracks. And I'd at be it. cool with that if Brett didn't promise to put me in rush hour three. Do you remember this? In Did real he life. Really say yeah. he was was it rush hour two or three? Probably could, no, it was three. Uh, it I think it might have been three. three. It but had to be three. We, he was gonna put me in it as the bus. You know, I don't yeah. know if it would have been a bus driver. But and they were gonna Bill me as, as Johnny, Johnny Drama. Johnny that was the whole idea behind it. He I guess, fucked us. I don't know what happened. He there. fucked us. <laughs> he didn't do it. And he didn't do it. And I know the guy from way back. Is it true that you were going to do like one of the late Saw movies as Johnny Drama? I did get an offer to do the Saw movies. But I, and we, t- we threw the idea around of how, doing Johnny Drama because I didn't know if I wanted that? the horror movie attached to my name uh, so much. You don't want a billion dollar horror franchise? Uh, no, I would have loved that. That would have helped I, your foreign uh, value, I'll tell you that. <laughs> it was like Saw 8. I know, but <laughs> I mean, still were, probably did, still made more money. It probably it's, made a freaking fortune. I could have done comic cons for the rest of my life. Exactly. Oh, but they were talking about doing, cause I know this because Berg told me they were, they wanted to Mark offer Berg's the producer. Yeah. So. They wanted to offer the role to Dylan and have him play it as Johnny drama and little is, side note, unknown thing, which I feel I'm allowed to say, but, uh, Charlie Sheen, who had some gambling issues. Um, he had back end and saw cause he was one of Mark Berg's big clients and, and Mark Berg paid off a gambling debt and Charlie gave up his, back in and saw, which is a lot more than the gambling debt was. That's crazy. So don't gamble, people. Brett Ratner was going to actually put you in Russia. Yeah, he said he was going to. Didn't come through? Yeah, no, he never came through. You should have called me. I would have pulled that guy. I would have called about five. I know. Come on, You don't want to act all desperate. desperate, but you tell somebody you're going to do something. He also did not put Piven in Red Dragon. Is a story right. also that Brett tells because <laughs> Jeremy wanted to be in Red Dragon. Didn't happen. So mm-hmm. uh, anyway, the next episode wraps up the end of just nothing short of a monster, monster, monster season. Would you not be psyched if I said right now we're doing that next ten months right now? Would you not be pumped as hell? Well, I know it's draining. I know it's uh, hard. Uh, of course, of course, of course you do. Oh, I, I mean, it. yeah, I loved every yeah. every second of yeah. it. Yeah, but uh, you gotta, you gotta. It was a matter of like, you know. I just was whatever. Like I was, was watching was the episode. I was just watching we the episode. We do eight, fourteen, and then all of a sudden, yeah. it's like the 20. wish fulfillment, which we always talk about on this show, of you know, just the 
the driving the Aston Martin with a beautiful girl and the opening up a tray and there's a $60 million check, which just to it's be clear, ridiculous. it would yeah. never, ever, ever it would never be a like real that. check. So maybe right. someone would do it, but it would never they be a check. They wire it to you five million a time, <laughs> uh, push that, you know, five million Well, then they pop. torch you on the set and tell right. you, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. 60, you know, 60 isn't 60. You're like, going to need Stallone and Carl Weathers. I mean, I'm sure on Gotti you dealt with some of that trying to be jammed actors, even oh though you had trouble. Oh, my God, yeah, of course. No, there was guys, people buying roles. Oh, you know? well, that's people different. Well, that's, that's what but you're is, talking but about. What do you mean people buying roles? Non-actors, you're saying? People that might have thought they were actors, but they weren't really <laughs> yeah. actors buying They're roles. They're helping with the budget a little bit. Yeah, you know, whatever. But it's all based, you know, it's all foreign sale 20,000 I mean, bucks, it's so we'll very, give you. It's very, very, very common. You yeah, know? yeah. So if you can be. I've seen it, bro. Yeah, so. of course. We, that's what I'm saying. We've all all been there and worked on it. It's been yeah. a bit of a bit of a shit show. So you tell me that you have no idea. Well, now I do, because now I know they go to Cannes. But, but what, what happens? I think Yair finances the movie, doesn't he? Am I crazy? I remember him like I, I remember him opening his arms at Cannes, but I have no idea what he said. No, he's definitely at Cannes. And so is so Bronco, he must have right? been. I don't remember how it ends, though, at Cannes. Do we get back home? You then, are no, making season, out with Julia No, that's, I remember all that no, no, stuff. But I don't end, even know That's the, the end of season four. What? That is the end of season four. So we don't go to Cannes. No, listen. It's not can. I'm not can. Okay. I, by the way, it's amazing. You said it was can. It's amazing, bro. amazing that we're having this conversation because I'm I'm just putting this. So Kanye is not the next. This episode. ends. No, no, Kanye is not the next episode. This ends with us going to Colombia to shoot Medellin. Medellin. So it's Adios Amigos, which is the show, uh, and it's us cheersing like oh at the Columbia, Chateau Marmont. Medellin. Yeah. No, uh, I don't think we're at the Chateau. I the, think we're uh, the Mondrian. La Mondrian. We're at the Okay, Mon so seriously, I can tell you right now, now if you started telling me things, I don't have a single idea how the next episode starts. Now you told me the ending. I don't know what happens in it. I don't know I what don't the storyline is. Nothing. The money comes together. The money we're, comes together. Goldberg, we were, it was yes. a blur. Adam Goldberg? I, I don't know. He comes He comes back soon. It's crazy. I kind of want to watch it. You know what we should do? You know what I'm going to do? Before we cover the next episode, when Dylan, when Dylan gets back, we're gonna, I'm going to pre-watch it, and we're going to bring somebody, whether it's... Yeah, let's get... We got a lot of people from Rufus, Marlin. The problem is hey, we this, don't know... This who, might be uh, we don't know the who Five get. Town set. So I'm, we're still doing Five Town, so it might be where I wanted that hat. You know, the... Uh, Could it be that? What's that Could hat? it be... Remember, I wanted uh, all the cool, cool kids getting the cool hat, and hat? I get all high on the set, and... Uh, <laughs> He has the meltdown. Smoke, 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 smoke. I remember, I remember that scene, but I don't have much memory. I mean, this is weird. But by the way, where are you going now? He's going to do buddy games too. Oh right, yeah. right, right. Going you, to Vancouver. You said that. When do you leave? I leave July on the fifth. Oh, so we should get another episode in before he leaves. I mean, that seems crazy. It's well, the twenty seventh. Okay, yeah, I'm down. We'll get it. Yeah, let's we'll do. People want to hear from you guys. I love it, man. Yeah. I love doing. Oh, it. oh, they hear from me, bro. I've never missed an episode. That's only you. Okay. <laughs> um, we got to do one without him. <laughs> be great. Before these jerk off was around. Before these jerks, you and me like the good old days, Doug. What else we got in, in closing? Dylan, good press day, Doug. Oh boy. Ramble on. Doug is I just I'm I'm having a baby. I know we talked about it. That's it. I mean, it's just like yeah. every day is, you know, it's now like baby stuff. So right. it's just baby stuff. Baby right. stuff Furniture baby stuff. and all that. Everything. Do you I mean, want me to help you uh practice your swaddle? Yeah, I do want you to help me practice swaddle. <laughs> I got so many people who think that a lot of diapers. Yeah, how many DMs I got about how awesome it is that uh Kennedy and, and my baby will be the same age, but no one knows that Connolly, you know, like Rufus keeps his daughter away from people. Connolly doesn't let Kennedy near anybody, and it's not That's COVID. Not Kennedy's he, been to the office. 
Kennedy's been yeah, there. Yeah, on the film set. And then she was taken away like she was Bruce Willis. Well, because you guys are breaking <laughs> laws. You guys are breaking child labor laws. I had wow. no choice. No choice wow. but to yank her off the I set. I believe that Action Park animals. Media is a producer <laughs> on this uh, He show. knows those child labor laws when he was doing the big wheel commercials. Yeah, I mean, what am, I, what am I supposed to do? Should I, should I have brought her to the gender, re- to the gender reveal party? 100%. Like, yeah. I yeah. should have brought Kennedy yes, yes. to the Kennedy, gender reveal Kennedy party. Kennedy should be around. This should be like family. This should be the next generation. One day, hopefully they'll make a show together or they'll start a business. Or hopefully they'll get out of this business, by the way. They'll do something together. They'll open up a little uh, yogurt shop. I start anything in this know? business. Not, 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 uh, not till they're 18. Yep, not they're exactly. 18. So, uh, all right. All right what it. else? That's it. That's it. It's all good. Right. We covered right. an episode. All right. Hopefully we'll get another one in before Dylan leaves. But yes. he's got a new movie called Hot Seat. Hot Seat. Mel Gibson, Kevin Dillon, and this is Victory the Podcast. I am Doug Allen. I'm Kevin Dillon. I don't need to do that. And Ramble On. New episode coming back.